Chapter fourteen of the Heart of Philura by Florence Morse Kingsley. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter fourteen Milly Drives the Cow. The narrow country road, hardly more than a wagon track between opposing walls of greenery, was pleasantly cool and moist with a recent shower. Here and there a sun-warmed puddle reflected the dazzling blue of the sky and furnished a playground for innumerable butterflies, white and pale yellow, which fluttered and lifted before the sedate steps of a dun cow, only to settle again, their gay wings moving gently like wind-blown blossoms. Wild roses in their first frail bloom painted the wayside with splashes of pink and tall bull-thistles, beloved of flying things, lifted their mailed heads of purple and white among the twinkling leaves. There was a warm, sweet smell of newly unfolded ferns and wild strawberries hiding in the tall grass. The dun cow would have paused to munch and consider, but the girl walking behind gently urged her forward with light flicks of the leafy branch she carried. And so in due time the cow, thinking her bovine thoughts of grass and sweet-smelling clover in the meadows beyond, and the girl, smiling with joyous anticipation, covered the scant mile of their journey. Grandfather Orne was weeding the onions, a task requiring concentrated attention when the eyes of the worker can scarcely distinguish betwixt the slender onion shoots and the thrifty young weeds crowding close and greedy. His dull ears failed to apprise him of the deliberate footfalls of the dun cow as she was skilfully induced by the combined action of the girl and the leafy bough to pass through the deftly drawn bars. Here were shade and stretches of green grass and the sound of water running over smooth stones. The dun cow gazed about her with placid eyes of contentment. The girl stood watching the cow for a gleeful moment, then gathering her skirts about her, slipped through the hedge and across the garden, her light feet making no sound on the soft earth. Grandfather! The old man raised himself with a grunt. Eh? What? What? Oh, Milly! <laughs> oh, where do you come from, I'd like to know? From the pasture, Grandfather. Ah, oh, come cross lots, eh? Well, you sure are growing. Seems to me you look taller and bigger every time I see you. Seen your Grandma? Not yet. The girl's demure face conveyed a subtle sense of mystery. Her blue eyes danced under the wind-blown tendrils of her blonde hair. She put up her hand to push them away. "'I bet you've been up to something or other,' chuckled the old man, sitting back on his haunches and peering up with an air of superior sagacity. "'I always knowed when you was getting ready for mischief. <laughs> I used to tell your grandma. Keep an eye on her,' I says. There's something doing when Milly gets that spark in her eye. <laughs> I remember how you upset the beehive one day to see if there was any honey. <laughs> oh, we didn't have to smack you for that. The bees seen to it you was tended to good and proper. <laughs> the girl's laugh rang out. I remember, she said. It isn't bees this time. Oh, not bees, eh? Well, I guess you'd better go in and find your grandma. She's always talking about you from morning till night. And I guess she dreams about you most every night. <laughs> I had to shake her good last night to wake her up. 
she was a whining and crying in her sleep and what on earth's the matter with your mother i says and come to find out she'd been dreaming some fool thing or other about you <laughs> milly's smile faded i wish grandmother wouldn't worry about me she said soberly can't you make her stop grandfather you see i'm grown up now and know how to take care of myself the old man blew a resounding blast on his red bandana handkerchief shucks he said defiantly you might as well try to keep the old red cow from chewing on her cud i guess your grandma enjoys worrying full as much and does it as constant the girl laughed outright and then she caught the old man by the sleeve look she commanded pointing to the pasture where the dun cow was making leisurely survey of her new domain eh what what in creation where'd that critter come from blowed if it don't look like say i know you'd been up to something can't fool your grandpa she's part jersey grandfather wait i'll run and get grandmother she's all yours yours and grandmother's but grandmother was already pushing past the unpruned rose bushes which stood guard over the vegetable patch scattering showers of pale pink leaves from their lavish bloom she took the girl in her arms with a little tender cry of joy i dreamed last night you was in some sort of trouble she quavered and thinks i i'll go up to the farm's afternoon and see milly but you're all right ain't you dearie oh land i've been so worried all morning now you see how foolish it is chided the girl i'm as right as right can be what did i tell ye crowed the old man chewing the cud of trouble all the enduring while coming out at past your mother and let's see what we can find you'll have to look close your eyesight ain't what it was a spell back and thus the chief conspirator and her gleeful coadjutor guilefully baited the credulous old lady the dun cow had got into the pasture somehow or other did grandmother think she looked like one of farmer craddock's herd and how was she ever to be restored to her proper owner oh, i bet milly here couldn't drive a cow to save her life piped grandfather anyway not a frisky young heifer like that say she looks like some jersey to me come on grandma let's take a good squint at her i got a good mind to milk her it'd be a charity oh, i would grandfather chimed in milly i'll go and get your stool and the pail you do nothing of the kind cried the scandalized old woman she ought to be driven home right off it's full early for milking yet i don't see how in creation that critter got into the pasture cogitated grandfather scratching his head the bars is up they've been up all day by cracky she must have jumped clean over the fence fetch that stool here milly i'm going to milk as sure as you're a foot high and i'll bet i get such a pailful as you ain't seen in one good while you got plenty of clean pans grandma but here milly being soft-hearted told grandmother between laughing and crying how she had bought the cow the evening before and paid for her with the wages she had earned grandmother wiped her eyes and kissed the girl's glowing cheek 
dear dear she murmured it's awful nice to have the cow but honey i don't like your living up there along with them strange folks or maybe they're all right i know you say they be but they're strange to me and i don't like the looks of that woman they're going away in november milly said soothingly going where demanded mrs orne suspiciously oh, back where they came from i suppose they're only here for the summer where'd they come from i should think some of em had named the place by now but milly didn't know she thought it didn't matter anyhow tain't natural contradicted mrs orne you needn't tell me if i was to go away some place for the summer don't you suppose i'd tell folks where i come from well i guess wouldn't wait for em to ask neither milly pulled a pink rose from the bush her white forehead puckered thoughtfully oh well we're different she said slowly we don't like hiding things or having secrets some people make a secret of most anything i guess they're that kind they don't want to be friends with the people round here jerusalem crickets cried grandfather who had just returned from a jubilant inspection of the new cow that there critter's more'n half years earlier i'm a liar we can make butter mother i bet you could beat them creamery folks all holler mrs orne smiled tolerantly her eyes on her granddaughter oh, going to stay to supper ain't you dearie she asked wistfully but milly shook her head she must hurry home she said to get dinner the two old folks stood watching the girl's slim figure till it was on the point of disappearing behind a clump of trees you don't want to stand and watch her out of sight warned grandmother carefully averting her eyes oh don't you suppose i know that retorted grandfather indignantly anyhow you told me enough times blame fool notion i say well i suppose i'd feel some easier about milly if them folks didn't eat their dinner at night quavered grandmother plaintively it don't seem christian-like dinner or supper can't see as it's gonna hurt milly none spluttered grandfather if folks want to name their meals up different what do you care and if they'd only say right out that they was from some place or other we knowed about Durn it cried grandfather just as i was feeling good about the cow yes i will say it makes me feel a sight better double durn so there i guess i'd better be going in the house commented grandmother quite pink with righteous anger she turned after a few steps her round old face aglow with the light of a fresh purpose seeing we got the new cow she said with fine forgetfulness how do you like some nice batter cakes for supper grandpa i can afford the milk now how'd i like em piped grandfather well you just fry up a good dish of em mother and see what'll catch em once i get through milking <laughs> end of chapter fourteen